There's something new on Airs LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takesha, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring to you tips and information to help you to live with low vision. Educate the community about low vision. One of the most helpful things that you can do for our society is to educate others about what it's like to be low vision. Most people in the world do not know others who are blind or who are partially sighted. As a result, there are many misconceptions about low vision and vision impairment, and this is something that you could change. For example, you might want to go to a men's or women's group, and you might want to speak. You might explain to them what it's like to be visually impaired, what did it feel like as you were beginning to notice these changes in your vision, and how did you solve these problems. There are many different types of service organizations such as the Lions Club, the Rotary Club, the Kiwanis Club, or it just might be that you'll join a Toastmasters Club and you could again develop your speaking skills and to educate the community. I think that it's very, very important to educate the community about vision impairment so that they do not have these misunderstandings about people with low vision. Many times, people don't understand that a person who is visually impaired still has usable vision. In fact, three out of every four people who are legally blind, again, that is legally blind, does have functional vision. So what this means is that a person might receive the diagnosis from their doctor that they are legally blind and they cannot drive a car, for example, but they do have usable vision that could be improved with use of visual aids. The reason that it's so important that people understand that another person who is visually impaired does have usable vision is that many of these same people will one day develop vision impairment as a way to reduce their anxiety and their fears of becoming visually impaired, you can educate them, letting them know that if they do happen to become visually impaired, it doesn't mean that they will become blind. The reason that this is so important to educate people about this is that there are many people who are afraid to go to the eye doctors because they are afraid that the doctor might identify an eye disease. That's right. They are afraid to go to the eye doctors because they are afraid that the doctor might find that there's something wrong. Now this is absolutely ridiculous because doctors can treat these eye conditions much more effectively if it is diagnosed at an earlier time. So a person might have a cataract. Well this is something that today it could be removed literally in 15 minutes and a person could restore excellent vision probably vision that's better than they have had in the past 10 years. If a person has glaucoma, the early diagnosis of glaucoma is such that the doctors can prescribe eye drops or other treatments and a person does not have to become blind due to glaucoma. And worst of all, many people don't know this, but if they do have diabetes, they do need to see an eye doctor because the eye doctor could see if they're having hemorrhaging or bleeding in the eye and this is something that can be treated. So you want to inform people 
that being visually impaired doesn't mean that you will become blind and it doesn't mean that people who are legally blind are totally blind. The next thing that we really want to do is we want to show people that just because we have vision impairment it doesn't mean that we need to be put in a convalescent home. There are many many people who believe that people with low vision cannot live independently. Oh, they'll never be able to cook for themselves. Or, if they do cook, they'll probably burn the house down. They can't do their laundry. They might leave the iron on and might burn the house down as well. Well, people who are blind and low vision, they can perform all daily activities independently. We learn how to do these things. We have specialized glasses, magnifiers, filters, and even computerized devices that can allow us to do the things that we need to do. By educating the public about that, this is a way that people who are visually impaired can maintain their independence. A lot of older folks who do have cataracts or glaucoma will not have to worry about their children trying to place them into a retirement home. If they choose to live in their own home, they can once they have the proper low vision care. We also want to let people know that there are doctors. There are doctors and rehabilitation specialists that treat people with low vision. They can prescribe specialized glasses to improve a person's vision significantly. In many cases, there are glasses with small telescopes that can allow a person to drive again. There are high-powered reading glasses that will allow a person to read again. And there are even computerized devices that, if we want it to, it will read our mail for us. So overall, get out into the community and explain to them your experience of being visually impaired. You are an expert in the field of low vision, and you could explain to them how you were able to overcome this difficulty in your life and how you were able to maintain your independence. So go out there and contact your church, your service organizations, some of the schools, and other types of programs in your community and educate the world that vision impairment, it really isn't bad. It's just something different. I hope this information is helpful to you, and please tune in next time we'll bring you more information on living with low vision. For Airs LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited.